Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. If somebody wrote us and they're like, yeah, so my boyfriend, I've been with him for a year and a half, and I say good morning, and he doesn't say good morning. I say break the fuck up. I say hit the breakup button right now. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm dead serious. Really? Yeah. Wait, dead serious. really? Yeah, dead serious. No, really? Dead serious. Wait, and now I need to know more. I was going to move on, but like, wait, are you serious, sir? If you say good morning to someone, uh, yeah. and they don't say it back, yeah. they're dead to me. Hello, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. What's up, everybody? It's the Crypto King. And today, we are answering more of your questions. We asked you to ask us anything. Ask us anything is the name of this format. And you typically like to ask relationship questions. So we'll probably have a few of those. But please but stop asking about my hot sister because I don't want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, stop asking about Steve's hot sister. We're getting a lot of influx of questions It makes me intimidated. I get insecure. Please stop doing that. Please, so please stop you. doing that. But if you have a question you would like to ask and you would like to ask us anything of any matter, knowing that we are not professionals and our opinions are just for entertainment purposes only, you can submit your question to podcast at Nikki.limo. That's podcast at N-I-K-K-I dot L-I-M-O. Listen, our, our opinions are expertly designed to sell you advertising. Yes. Yes. <laughs> buy whatever we tell you to buy. That's what we're all about. We are marketing geniuses that's, it. That's, what we, that's what we did that's what we're experts at um by the way i would like to market our patreon if you are part of our patreon by the way you will get your question answered first priority correct. question answering and along with a lot of other perks such as free roll poker tournaments such as live stream crypto corner every tuesday every night, tuesday steve answers all of your questions pacific standard time uh, we do a live stream once a month a sticky stream where we just hang out and have a party we like play games and stuff and then you get these episodes a couple days early so and we have hey. an incredible discord community that you yes. get access to check us out patreon.com slash sticky bunch of like-minded great people great people all right but on to your questions, those of you who have submitted, you're on the floor. You're on the spot. What I don't know the saying. You're on the you're, you're on deck. On you're on that's board. Like next you're up. on board. You're on board. We're on board with you. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I gotta go. I gotta get my think juice going. All right. This one's titled 
Longtime fan, short time needing breakup makeup advice. Okay. Perfect. By the way, I'm very dressed up because I just came from a drag show. And I am too. And and Steve is too. And I was just it's just Steve it was Steve's show. Yeah it, was, yeah. it was my drag show. All right. I just watched the episode where you looked at my email. Thank you so much. At first you guys were both a hard breakup, but after talking it out, we're more on the side of try to see if it works. Oh, I wish I knew what which one this was. No. I'm happy to say that I did give him a chance and it's been amazing. He has exceeded my expectations in so many ways and is an amazing man. My boner died for him because of all the betrayal, but luckily I got it back for him tenfold. Good. I remember this one. Wait, I, I could tell you right after She this. says the betrayal, so she's talking about how remember he he didn't have her back. Yeah. I remember this one. But hold on. Our love story is super cute, and I want to thank the two of you for showing me what love is supposed to be. Oh, that's so sweet. I love that. Um, okay, just I just for the people at home who you know, may not have. Uh, okay, look it up, but real quick, while you look, while you look it up, it's, I already have it. While you while Nikki did dicks in the archives, one of my favorite things that people tell us about this show is exactly that that we have given them a new way to yeah, look at. Yeah, I do. Lo- I, that's like the, the most rewarding part of yeah, everything. Truly. Besides going and buying whatever we told you to buy. Yeah, yeah and joining but the Patreon. Like, but after that, <laughs> yeah. then that's yeah, the that's most our, rewarding that's part. That's our third favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, oh, okay, yes. This is the one where um, they've been best friends for a long time, and yep. she never had any, like, untoward... And her friends convinced her that, like... Her friends convinced him that she would like broke him up on not purpose. her friends, his friends. Right. Said that. Yeah. And then she started kind of believing that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm so glad that that worked out for you. So, yeah. So they were friends for a long time. I was trying to explain for the audience, but you keep interrupting me with because you already know the story. They but were I'm friends. I'm just trying to be a know it all. Yes. Well, su- success. Um, so they were friends for a long time and he was married and his wife cheated on him. And then. Um, they hung out and she was like, oh my gosh, I kind of have feelings for you. And so they hooked up and then, and then they like moved very quickly and, um, his friends were, I think it was mutual friends. So both of their friends were trying to like convince him that she was a homewrecker basically, but like he was already breaking up with his wife cheated on him. So silly. Makes so no so then he started getting all in his head because he's not over the relationship or he hasn't like had time to heal really. He might be over her, but like not over like the healing part. Exactly. And so he started to question everything and that was hurtful. So they worked it out. It's so sweet. I love that. Yep. Good for you. I love that you worked on it and got there. Okay, this next one is called Starting Over. All right. Hey, Nikki and Steve. First of all, compliments and love. Nikki, I've been watching you since finding you on Tipsy Bartender and found myself so invested in your journey. From Tasty Tuesday to your vlogs and this podcast, I've loved every minute of watching you grow up and figure yourself out. Aw, I love that. The Tipsy Bartender, I cannot believe that that was over a decade ago. That was, was 11 years ago. I remember. 11 years ago. 2012. And Steve... I like wow. your hats. Cool hats. All right. Steve, so now for my question. For some time, I only knew you as the funny Tasty Tuesday man, but through this podcast, I've enjoyed learning more and more about you, your passions, and your views on life. As someone who doesn't know anything about crypto, listening to you talk about it so passionately brings a smile to my face. And every time I learn something new, maybe I will take the plunge and learn enough to confidently invest someday thanks to your passion. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Appreciate we are you. fueled by compliments, everybody. You yes. don't have to give them. No, you don't. But like, why wouldn't you? Because. Because, like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. We're really cool people. 
we try and we to be, need we need compliments. We just need validation because we, we need lots of validation. We both had parents ignore us. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they had jobs or whatever. Yeah, they're busy. But like they're, they're busy. busy. They're busy or whatever. Okay. On to the question. As a millennial on YouTube, I always heard people talking about creator communities and feeling like they had a place on the internet where they fit in. It always seemed strange to me as someone who watches but rarely comments and I didn't quite understand until I found myself deep down the Nikki and Steve rabbit hole. The community you, the two of you have uh, built is the first internet community I felt at home in. I love that. Yeah, yes. it, it really is amazing. I Credit um, to us. I have to say credit to us. Credit to us for sure. No, really, I have honestly. to say like... You know, when you first get involved and you're like, as on the creator side, your people are telling you like how to build your how to build your channel and make it go viral and blah, blah, blah. But I will have to say I much prefer the smaller, tight knit community of the vlog channel and like knowing people and having people have a good time. Also, people always ask me just to quickly go into that a little yeah. bit. People always ask me, like, why did you make Crypto Corner so hard to find? And, and I did that on purpose because I wanted the people that are joining us to be quality people who like did the work and they actually like, yeah. like if you the, went through all those loopholes. Yeah, if you, if you found Crypto Corner back then, you knew that you wanted to be there. Yeah. And that's what I wanted. I wanted people who wanted to be there and people who were going to take the time to actually learn how to, how to learn about this stuff. Right. Cause that's what it is. It's a journey. You're not, you're not just going to like sign up and now you know what's what's going on with crypto it's a you that's the start of the you whole did thing make it really hard to find i did on true? purpose yeah, yeah. And, and people used to ask me that like my mod team used to ask me that mm -hmm. it was all about fostering that community like making sure that it was the right people there yeah. because now like when we get new people and if they're not like you know they don't pass the vibe check yeah well if they're if they're not vibing the community kind of helps them vibe in yeah like because because it's that vibe oh okay yeah it's really great you, like get inducted into yeah, the vibe it, yeah and they just kind of learn like like you know we've had people who are like you know, I've had some mods in the past, if you will, who are like, if people, if new people come in and they ask questions, they're like, just look at the guide. And I'm like, no, that's not how we do this. Mm -hmm. Like, we want people to come in here and ask questions. You don't, we don't want to, it's like, hey, here's a flashlight and go through the maze. Yeah. You know, we gave you the flashlight and we gave you the map. Like, <laughs> we, we want people to come in and ask the questions and like actually learn about how this stuff works. Like I did when I first came in to the crypto community. Yeah. And, you know, I was asking questions nonstop, probably being annoying as hell to someone. But that's the whole thing is you, you want to foster a community that's like that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I think that it's such a beautiful community has blossomed from that. Truly, We haven't said here for the vibe in a while. Are we, I mean, uh, are we still here for the vibe? We're absolutely here. We're for here the for the vibe. Of course we are. All right. Well, thanks for being here in the vibe. Um, okay. Now to what I'm sure will be a very long and drawn out backstory, no matter how hard I try to keep it concise. You know what? That's okay. It's your time to shine. Let's go. I'm a 32 and wait, I am 32 and graduated law school back in 2018. Congrats. Like most of my classmates, I took the bar exam that summer and luckily I passed. At that point in time, it had been my intention to move straight out to the East Coast and start working as a lawyer. However, life happened and I ultimately ended up at home with my family in Michigan for a year before I could embark on my big city dreams. I finally moved to New Jersey in the fall of 2019 in pursuit of my legal career. I had intended on working in criminal defense as I really had a passion for it while in law school. And then just as I was getting some traction in the job search, the world was stopped by COVID. 
COVID-19. 2020 was a hard year for me as it was for everyone. I feel I felt like I was wasting time, losing out on skills and missing out on opportunities I was sure I needed to succeed in my career. I had sacrificed a lot personally to get through law school and to be two years out from graduation and unemployed with no recent legal experience. I felt like a failure. And honestly, I still do more than I'd like to admit. But I am nothing if not resilient, and I truly believe opportunity can come from anywhere. So to get through a pandemic and put food in my poocher doodles bowl, I have a nine-year-old black lab puppy named Drogo. Drago. I took an office job with a, spe- a specialty construction company. Three months after I started, a coworker of mine asked me on a date. And in a very not-me moment, I agreed to go. It was the best thing I could have ever done. He is the love of my life, and I plan to happily grow old with him by my side. Wow. There were points in time when I truly believed I would never find my person. And then all of a sudden, there he was, one cube behind me. We have been together for two years now, and for the last year and a half, he's been my boss at the construction company, which has been a whole experience hiding your relationship from everyone you see on You're a daily basis. The boss. It's very stressful. Just fucking the boss. That's the way to do it, girl. That's the way hey. to do it. Hey, cheers. Hey. Cheers. He has been incredibly supportive of my dreams and encouraging of me continuing to pursue my legal dream and break into the field. However, it has now been five years since I graduated law school and still no progress. On the other hand, he has an, he has had an incredible opportunity to run his own factory with this construction company in Anaheim, California. This is a dream of his that he has been working on towards for um, he's been working towards for 15 years, and I'm so incredibly excited for him. He left he left for California just this week. It is the end of February when I'm writing this, and when I when my lease is up at the end of May, I will be quitting my job with the construction company here in New Jersey and starting my entire life over again in California. I know this is the right call for me, and while I'm nervous as a type A planner, not having a detailed plan of exactly what will happen and when, and when gives me a bit, okay, a lot of anxiety. I am so proud of him and excited to see where life takes us. With that context, on to my question. With a major move and life changing quickly, uh, life change quickly approaching, I will need to find a new job in a new state Again, this will be the fourth state I have lived in as an adult and have yet to build a career for myself. At this point in time, I know I still want to use my legal education and push my way into the legal field, but it's been such a long time since I last worked in the field that I feel like I've lost track of what I even want to do in the field and what I'm passionate about. So do you have any advice on starting over and redefining and refinding your passion? Thank you guys for your thoughts. Whenever you get to this email, you're both amazing. Brianna. Hey, Brianna. She actually put her full name, but I don't want people to l- call. look you up, We girl. love you, Brianna. Um, thank you so much for writing. I actually did a kind of Freudian slip when I said redefining your passion instead of refinding your passion. Well, it's kind of what you've been doing. Yes. It's kind of what I did as well. I think that it's... I, you couldn't I have recommend two better it. people. Yes. <laughs> you take it away first because I need to okay, catch yeah, my breath so, from all I mean, the... Look, it's, it's one of those things where you have to throw yourself into the uncomfortable territory, right? To get to get going, right? You have to do that first uncomfortable move, right? With Nikki, it was like just starting to play poker because she, you know, had been tubing and tubing and tubing. And then one day she's like, you know, during the pandemic, same kind of thing as you. She's like, man, like I I need something to do. And she's like, gets obsessed with poker. With me, I've been tubing and tubing and tubing and tubing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, cool. My YouTube channel got demonetized. What the hell am I going to do? And like crypto had been something I was already like kind of passionate yeah about. passionate about, and then I just really went hyperdrive on it, and you know, but you have to do the uncomfortable thing, which is like I'm going to now spend time doing this, right? Yeah, I would like to first say that I know, especially like in your early 30s. Well, it starts in your late 20s, I feel like, but it's really easy to, as a Type A planner, be like, 
well, I'm not on this part of my timeline that I thought I'd be on, so I must be a failure. But you're not. Like, Correct. And that is probably the biggest lesson I've had to learn in the past mm, five to seven years is that like that doesn't define you. What Whether or not you hit some like made up goal, like you made that up. It's not like the world is, well, their world society has their certain things where it's like you might feel that pressure to like be a certain point. Uh, in your career at a certain time in your life, but it's all made up. It's it's not real. It's really just like an arbitrary timeline that people came up with over time. And sometimes they're antiquated. Like sometimes these timelines don't even make sense anymore. Like back in the day, like people were not living as long. Okay, so yeah, it made sense to get married at 18, pop yep. some babies out. Hey, uh, a ma the man's gonna work, the woman's gonna take care of the kids, and that's it, no one questioned it. And even, and I'm sure there was women back then that were like, well, I kinda wanna do something else, I kinda don't, don't wanna have kids, but then, you know what, doesn't matter. Or maybe, some, or maybe some men that wanted to stay home, watch kids, whatever, but like you did, you were in like a survival mode, like that's what people did, and that's how you lived your life. But then things changed. The internet happened. You know, um, universities got more expensive. There's a we're in the information era now where you can learn you can go follow your passion and you can monetize it. Like so there's so many options and I think the world is still getting used to it. This the world still hasn't caught up like on a social level. Society hasn't like changed their ideas of where they should be at certain points in their life it's slowly changing like i think it's a little bit more normalized to have kids in your maybe mid-20s maybe late 20s um in la it's normal in your 30s and 40s but like you know even the more conservative parts of the the country are like yeah i think mid-20s is a little is fine uh, you don't have to do it at 18 anymore look there um, are lawyers out there who got bored of lawyering yeah and they're on the youtubes watching my cousin Vinny being like is this really accurate? <laughs> I'm high. I have a law degree. I will watch this scene from my cousin Vinny and I will tell you if it is accurate. There's people with a law degree that started playing poker and they found out like, oh, I like playing poker more than I like exactly. lawyering. You don't and, know what you're going to. And the thing that I've learned is, yeah, I've just made up my own timelines and, and I am with you. Sometimes there's waves of like, what am I doing with my life? I Have I failed? Did I set out to achieve something that I didn't, but no, it actually is all about the cliche uh, successes in the journey, you know, that whole thing, or like the joy is in the journey. It really is just in the journey. And you have to constantly remind yourself of that, that if you're just happy when you hit your goal, or like, let's say you're, oh my God, I'm like a lawyer at a big law firm. You think that you're going to be happy? Like you just, you get that job and then boom, you're happy forever, happily ever after. No, you're going to find, I mean, it's a fleeting moment. You're like, yeah, I did it. Okay, now I got to, okay, now I got to keep sh showing up. Okay, I kind of don't like this, these people I work with. I kind of, when oh you gosh, hear I, I kind of don't like not having sleep. I, I kind of don't like, I kind of want to work on this passion over here, but no, I, my goal was to be a lawyer, you know? So I think flexibility and being like, is this still something I'm passionate about? And if it is great, like keep going, find the thing that gives you that spark, that like feeling, and you'll know it. Like when you think about doing it, you get excited. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. you think I mean, about it and you're like, oh, I can't wait to do that. Yeah. And if you don't have that, right, at least you know, put yourself in an uncomfortable place with, with a new, a new thing. I think that that's probably the best thing you could do. Cause me and Nikki both got into YouTube without knowing we were getting into YouTube. Like that sounds weird, but like we just threw ourselves in. But there was that spark. 
you know? Yeah, for there sure. There was that little it was like, exciting. ooh, it was this exciting. is new, this is exciting. But it wasn't like a thing yet. It was no. like a, it was like an emerging industry and nobody knew until we were like two years in. That's what I'm saying. Just take the pressure valve off. Anytime yeah. I've ever had success in anything, it was when I wasn't trying to even do that thing. You know, I wasn't even trying to immerse myself into a poker community and like it just happened and it's I just kept following the path you know kept following like where the excitement was where it's fun and I'm not saying I'm not saying like throw responsibility out the window and just like you know oh drug sex rock and roll is fun so fuck responsibility I'm just gonna do that no I'm talking about like the creative spark the spark that like it makes you build a reality like it helps it like you, you it feel you feel it in a different way it's not this like pleasure dopamine hit it's this like ooh, i love like working on this like delving into this process and like sinking my teeth into it like that's the thing that you'll really know that that's your passion and just be open to it like maybe it is in the law field maybe it's not but like what happened to you you were putting all this pressure on yourself like oh my god i'm not where i want to be so i guess i'll take this job at this this office job at this construction company, totally not what I thought I'd be doing. And then you met the love of your life. Like sometimes the universe unfolds your life in a way that you could have never planned. And it's better. It's like better than what you could have planned. When you hear successful people talk about their stories, the parts where they really light up is when they're on the road, when they're on the journey, when yeah. they're sacrificing, when it's hard. When they didn't know what was going to happen. Yep. It, that's the, you can tell there's a twinkle in their eye during those parts of the stories. Yeah. Those are the parts of the stories they, they hearken back to the most. They miss the most. They remember the most. And that's why I, I mean, this is like, I feel like I'm talking to myself too because I've felt like I'm going through a transition period where I'm letting go of should I should do this I should be here I should be there or whatever and just following the the path that like is being lit one step at a time and I don't know where it's going but I'm just going to trust and see what happens because it's always worked that way and it's, it always works better than when I try to plan something so it's scary I'm not going to say it's not scary but it's also exhilarating and exciting and if you knew everything that was going to happen it'd be so boring like God, yeah. if you really just like knew like okay if I take this step one two three four five then i have this and like every i know every bar, part of every part of my life and there's no surprises and it's just boring you you want you think you don't want it but you do want the uncertainty and the unknown it's like where the spark of magic happens and we wish you all the luck in the world yeah. at that it's where you can create your own timeline how exciting how exciting what create your own timeline well you can you can hop timelines We'll get into that later. No, it's not even, I'm not even talking quantum. I'm just talking about how like you can pick your own path. Your future is not predetermined. I wish you were talking quantum. Well, I'm not. So okay. sorry to burst your bubble. Okay. So yeah, I, I just, I encourage you to not put a timeline on yourself, to not put pressure on yourself and, and, and maybe, don't hop timelines. maybe take a, like six months to be like, Hey, I'm just gonna see what happens. I'm gonna follow like what feels good and see what happens because I don't know and it and it's too scary for me to try to control the unknown. So let me just see what happens. And Nikki's not talking quantum, by the way. They already know that. Okay, I just, already I just said wanted that. to clarify. Yeah. Do you want me to talk quantum? No, don't go quantum timelines. Just stick talked, to your timeline. We talked about it when we we're talking about every everything everywhere all at once. I know. Okay. I listen to the show. I'm just. I was talking about time. I wasn't talking about quantum stuff. 
I know, and I'm just clarifying that. Stop it. I fucking hate you. Like, why? Don't get married. <laughs> why are you is. following this guy? There it is. Why are men? <laughs> All right. Well, I wish you the best of luck, Brianna. I think you're a very smart person, smart lady. You're going to figure it out, and I'm excited for You'll you. You'll be Gucci. You'll be Gucci. Stay Gucci. All right. On that note, we are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to get into more of your questions, including a follow-up from one of our juiciest submissions. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. You might know the one. Okay. We will be right back. We'll be right back. Bye, whatever we tell you. At these messages. I always wanted to say that as a kid. You could have just said it. I should (laughs) have. I have a lot of regrets. We'll be back. Don't get married. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out a huge amounts. Like we're not desperate. We're like kind of desperate. We're giving shout outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So huge shout out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Bly. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> and we're back. I hope that you enjoyed those messages. Right, Steve? Couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you. That was delightful. This next question is titled, Teach Me Emo Shit They Don't Tell You, all in caps. I don't know what that means, and I don't read these ahead of time. I just... We're not I, up on all your kid memes. If you guys, I knew about if, the follow-up because it's in the title, but like that's all I know. If this is some of your kid memes, we don't know them. We don't know them. Okay. Hi, Nikki and Steve. I love your show, and I'm here for the vibe. Yes. yes. See? People we say do it. say here yeah, for the say, vibe. Okay. You both are really talented and compassionate people. Thank you for sharing your thoughts, opinions, and experiences on the show, as well as, as exploring different perspectives on every issue. Sometimes I find pieces of myself in the stories of others, and your words make me feel heard, accepted, and, well, normal. That is beautiful. That's love that. I love that. That is exactly what we hope the vibe is for everybody out there. But we hope nobody feels too normal because that what, would be what scary. What is normal? That would be scary. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Yeah. My story is I'm a female, 23, and it is my first time getting into a romantic relationship. Ooh. Let's go. So I have some troubles navigating it. I've been together with my guy for almost seven months. Everything is great. We love spending time together, have similar hobbies, tastes in music and films, similar senses of humor. At the same time, we can enjoy time on our own, separately working on our projects. We care for each other and express affection in various ways. 
I've realized some time ago that I've been catching some deeper feelings. Mm. On Valentine's Day, I decided to finally say, I love you, and even got, I do too, in response. Oh, let's go. Okay, but it sounded kind of wrong coming out of his mouth. Huh. I confronted him about it, and he said that love is sort of a taboo word for him, which he does not want to use in full seriousness. Oh, oh what? He sees the word love as vulgar, misused, and overused. I kind of agree that it's overused, but it depends on the person you're like. It, it's very intent? like yeah. exactly. Yeah. Okay. He added that he does not believe in true love, considering that couples break up all the time. Even my and his parents did. Oh, he's oh, cynical. This is some trauma. Cynical. This is trauma that needs unpacking. Yeah. With a therapist, not with us, but we'll unpack it and just look at it really quick. We'll take a crack we'll at it. We'll take a crack. He reassured me that he still cares about me, that we have an exclusive relationship. He said all the right sweet words, and I understood his point of view. But it still felt as a sort of rejection, even <laughs> yeah, though dude. he said not to take yeah. it that way. Yeah, I'm not I think a very so. emotional person, so I cried. LOL. <laughs> I think that's completely. Oh, I'm a very emotional person. Yeah, so I cried. LOL. I think that's completely justifiable. Yeah. Also, yeah, I'm crying even thinking about that. Yeah, that's insane. Not because of his response, but because I have all these loving feelings inside me, and I've been denied the means to express them. Of course it's because of his response yeah <laughs> it's okay and now you feel like locked up like yeah. you can't express fully you put yourself out there like every time you say i love you he's gonna be like oh cringe yeah, exactly yeah it's not real love isn't real um somebody that i once knew said love is a cold dead lie told dead by thieves, lie tell, told told by by thieves. thieves. and he did not believe in love anymore and then yeah. like two weeks later he was saying i love you to me so like whatever Guys are full of shit. <laughs> uh, words of affirmation is my love language, I guess. I still can say I love you, but to hear me too won't be enough for me. I agree. I personally believe in love. I see it as a deep longing for connection, recognition, wholeness. To me, his beliefs may hinder our relationship in the future. Or am I asking too much too soon? And mm, seven months now. This and is a weird thing for him to dig is, in on, dude. Yeah. And Honestly. it is hard to have a conversation while crying. Nikki would know, oh my God, I hate it. I feel yeah. like I'm so judged for it. And it feels like people are projecting weakness on you when it's like. My mother has the yeah. same thing. Ugh. It sounds like it is just over one word and I am re overreacting. It does. It's not that. I see how my point of view can offend him, making me an unappreciative brat who just forgets all the affection she is given just because she wants to hear one word. Is he right to set his bound? He is right to set his boundaries, I guess. But how do I protect my feelings? It would be easier if I wasn't so emotional and stopped crying. What do I do when I look at him and I love you is all that wants to come out, but cannot. Love your emo girl. Oh, emo girl. Emo I girl, feel words, you. Words have meaning, my girl. Your feelings are so valid. You're so valid. Yeah. Words have meaning, right? And you want to understand the meaning behind, you want to feel the meaning behind that word from him. And he is not giving that to you. And here's the thing. Uh, I'm going to maybe give a little bit of slack towards the age that you guys are. He's 23. Yeah, for I sure. think you, I, you said you're 23, so I'm assuming he's also 23. And Ish. I, I think this is the time of your life where you're building an identity and sometimes you have these hardened beliefs about like who you are and that's that's your that's the way life is and I think I got everything figured out because you I mean you don't have anything figured out but like it helps you be confident in your identity to be like yeah love's not real look at my parents look at your parents what if love was real why wouldn't they be together and so therefore love must not exist and let's be real he's shields up right now yeah right shields up 
like all over the ship. He doesn't want to get hurt. Yeah, he red alert. What's the point of falling in love and getting married and then you just break up anyway? Exactly. Cynical. It's very cynical. Yeah. Um. Look, the whole thing really is just the words have meaning. So you need to understand the that what he is not giving you here is the deep meaning that you gave him on Valentine's Day. Yeah. So like, you know, whatever it is that he has to say back to you. You know, yeah, he I would, has to I, express his, his I'm feelings. I'm curious if he has like the same feeling, but just needs a different word. Like he's hung up on this word. It sounds like it, because you know how some people are like, yeah, I don't believe in Valentine's Day. It's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Right? And it's the same kind of jam. I mean, like it's so funny because I, I, I'm the I don't believe that you should need a day to like. Oh, I believe in Valentine's Day. Share affection, but it's also fun. Like yeah, it's, it's fucking fun. fun. Exactly. Like just fucking just let go a little stop bit. Stop making that your identity. That you're the anti whatever. I, like I don't wear Halloween costumes. Exactly. I don't. I'm too cool for I'm that. I'm too cool. I don't do I'm that. I'm not a kid. I don't dress uh, up. I mean, I'm, it's fucking fun. I'm not a pagan. Okay. <laughs> yeah okay dude whatever just It'll, have fun yeah i think that people take themselves too seriously they do. and so like it is whatever the age, like you said shields up plus defensiveness plus the age so he's just like has spiny shoulders all over the place yeah, and, and until just... you really do your own deep analysis on yourself like yeah. there'll be a point maybe hopefully and i think this is just a growth maturation period where he looks in inwards and goes why do i do i really believe this or is this just something i've told myself all my life so then that dude has how many people made that a belief how many people tell me i don't trust that crypto stuff i trust banks yeah it's looking all star analysis right now isn't it <laughs> with all yeah. this bank run shit going on but that's what i mean like it's it's just people dig in on beliefs people need of, to be flexible right exactly just be more gumby about things a little bit yeah be rigid to your beliefs i believe in beliefs right i believe in values i believe in core values core values yeah but you beliefs can change um yes your thoughts are are what shape your beliefs and your beliefs shape your habits and then after you do something over a long period of time it becomes your personality and your identity and so like after a lot of your life let's say 20 years go by of you thinking that way and doing that doing the same habits and acting this way and believing the same things then yeah like it is like a part of your identity but you can change it like it, you, things can change if you're a little bit malleable mm -hmm. to um to like learning something new or open just to, to a new way of thinking about things and so maybe he just needs a little bit of why am I so hung up on this word? Like, like he's making, you're making it like you're hung up on this word. Like you're overreacting to him not saying it. But why is he so hung up on this word? Yeah. And what's, and what does he mean then, right? About uh, towards you. Yeah. Right. So if like it's all bullshit and like nobody stays together anyway, what, but he's committed to you. How thin is it? <laughs> My belief, it's so weird because it's the opposite, is that love is all we have. And this is a little like, I know it's a little like a woo-woo, but like, I think that love is all we have in our lifetimes. Like, what are we really working for? Everyone's just working to be happy. Like, like at the end of the day, you just want to be happy. And happiness feels like love. Like, love is love is happiness. That is, it's the same feeling, is, is feeling supported, taken care of, um, belonging a feeling of belonging a warmth love joy like all of that is the same feeling it's just different words wrapped into the same feeling so i think that that's that's all we're driven by it doesn't matter people break up whatever that's that's surface level that's whatever that what's underneath the what's underneath everything is you're searching for that feeling of love of of belonging with 
and, it, and you can find it in a person. You can find it in um, an, a passion of yours of building something. You could find it in your children. You could find it in pets. You can find it in creating art. You can you can find it in a lot of travel, like a lot of different things. Yeah. But you, but you can't find it in dogs. You cannot find people. it in dogs because we're cat people. Dogs are not. They just aren't. They give it away. Available. They're they just give not emotionally away. available. They just don't get they it. Give it to everybody. They don't get it. Like you know when you look at a dog, and you're like you don't get it. You could put a robot in a room with a dog and the dog would wag his tail and be like, oh, I'm so excited to see you. You don't get it. Cats Ridiculous. would be like. Cats are so, cats like whatever. That's not a person. Exactly. No, we love dogs. No, we're fine. We like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but I would eat a salmon. Like uh, salmons don't have soul. Yeah, salmon. So salmon. You can eat a salmon. Salmon's wiggle like hell when they see you too. Yeah, they don't care. When you pull them up, they wiggle like crazy. Salmon's they're so excited swim, to see you. Swim upstream into bear's mouths because like they're like, I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> they don't care. Do you think that salmon is like he's like tell my wife I'm sorry. No. I can't be a salmon anymore. Nah, soulless. Soulless, yeah. You ever gotten a hug from a salmon? I've tried to hug a salmon, I have oh. to say. Did you feel it reciprocated? No, and I don't like them because exactly. of it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I eat They're them incapable exclusively of because love. of it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna eat and, you. Yeah. That and yellowtail. Because you want to be eaten. Mm-hmm. So what's the one that eats poop? shrimp no wait no the fish uh, tilapia what they eat poop yeah they eat poop apparently yeah bottom feeders mm-hmm. like scallops yeah jen was telling me that they eat poop mm. my si- my hot sister cool 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 yeah love it okay well we won't be doing that anyway with you your feelings are valid and don't eat tilapia emo chip emo chick don't eat tilapia. <laughs> I hope that you are getting all this information. It's important. Yeah, I don't know if you need to take down. notes. Yeah, yeah. We're okay. on a roll here. You put in your iPhone. You good they have here. like a notepad in there. Oh my gosh, my pee cat just came out of the guest room. I'm scared. He's our pee I cat. I just washed the sheets. He was I sleeping. Really... I, I saw him. He'll be fine. Okay. He was sleeping. I saw him. Okay. But maybe he took a dump before he left, huh? I mean, he was sleeping in the other guest room and then threw up all over it. So, like, I don't know. I closed that door, but they don't like when doors are closed. They always try to get in. And they did. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think your feelings are valid. I think maybe, you know, give him some time, like, slowly to warm up more. But... Maybe after a year and a half, I don't know. Could you continue if you didn't? No. But I would have him listen to this episode. Yeah. And then I'd have him be like, you know, get get his thoughts. Like, what's what does he think about that word Love now? Love languages are super important. It's so important. Yeah. But yeah, what do you think about that word now after listening to this episode? And what do you think about eating tilapia? Are you going to eat it, you shit-eating piece of shit? See, because I couldn't be with a words of affirmation person, but usually they... Like I have no problem saying I love you to Steve all, all day long, but usually words of affirmation people need more like compliments and praise all the time, and I'm not good at like continuously praising somebody. Like I, no, I, I give compliments when I see something. But that I'm I like, receive wow. love through getting my balls busted. Always have. I grew up in yes. a family like that, and so like that's I love that. It's the key to your heart. It Me really too. is. And I like physical affection mm-hmm. and quality time mm-hmm. and acts of service. Basically, all of them except for words of affirmation. Yeah, I can I can deal with. But yeah, so if I had to continuously, you know, do that with someone, I don't think it would last for me. But so make sure that he's someone that's able to fulfill that. But it doesn't sound like you even need a lot of like affirmations. Just this one word. 
And I don't think that's a lot to ask. It's not the word, though. She needs the behind it. She needs to know well, that yeah. he loves her like that. It sounds like the word throws him off, though. Exactly. Like, he hears it and he goes, ugh. Like, the, like he hears it and he goes, like, I don't align with that. Like, my... It's like different words for God, right? Like... You know, it's like you're saying Allah and he's like, my God is God or whatever. Like he's it's like a different word for the same thing. By the way, not to be too much of a tuber here, but I'm very curious as to what you guys who are listening to this think about this quandary. Yeah. So please. Actually, well, yeah, let us know. Can you let comments. us know in the comments? Because like that, this is kind of interesting because like, I don't know that. This is like a bank shot. Like, definitely, that's the move, right? I have no idea. It's so interesting. I'd have to see the interactions, I, I guess. But I've only said I love you to three people. And it, like, means a lot to say it. Mm -hmm. So if someone couldn't say it back or, like, they didn't feel the same way, it depends. Can you not say it back or do you not feel the same way back? Yeah, exactly. That's what I, I need to know that. Yeah. It's a big deal. And is it, like, and why are you dying on this? If you feel the same way back... Why are you dying on this hill? Well, if that everybody you just can't breaks say this up, word? then what are we doing a relationship for? Exactly. Like, that's yeah, what I yeah. Know. If he is so set on like love isn't real and everyone breaks up, then why what's even? What's it for? What's his long term? Yeah. What's he want? Goal? What does he see in he it? He just wants to hang in the now. Yeah. Is he just going through motions? Because you're not about the now. You're about the later too. I think these are great questions to bring up because yeah. sometimes people just don't question their own beliefs and that's why they stay stuck in them. Exactly. But just question them a little bit. See, see what happens. Maybe he can understand and come to a compromise or a middle point or some some. If he's a good man, he will try. Epiphany where if, he's like, hey, I don't know why I was hung up on that word. Yeah, if he's a good man, he will try. And if he's going to just be defensive and dig in. Yeah. Uh, it is what it is. If he if you everything else in your relationship is so solid and you guys break up because of this one thing, he will have regrets later. Yeah, he will have regrets. But I wish you the best. You guys are so young. Men do mature a lot slower than females. So like, Wait, what did you just say? I had nothing. I, was I said I love you. I, I said I love you. Oh, thank you. Say it back. I love you as thank well. Thank you. Thank you. That's how you do it. You just make them say it back. <laughs> say it back. <laughs> say it back. It's like GM. <laughs> good morning. Say it say back. Say it back. You have to. Good morning. People who don't say good morning maybe are the biggest scumbags in the history of time, by the way. What if it's after morning? Today threw me off because daylight savings time happens. It's always morning somewhere. I was like, how is my alarm going off right now? I feel like I could sleep two more hours. Yeah, it's because of daylight savings time. Anyway. No, if 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 this, if this, if somebody wrote us and they're like, yeah, so my boyfriend, I've been with him for a year and a half and I say good morning and he doesn't say good morning, I say break the fuck up. I say <laughs> hit the breakup button right now. No, I'm, I'm dead serious. Really? Yeah. Wait, dead serious. really? Yeah. Dead serious. No, really? Dead serious. Wait, I know I need to know more. I was going to move on, but like, wait, are you serious, sir? If you say good morning to someone yeah. and they don't say it back, yeah. they're dead to me. They're scumbags. No, this is a joke. No, I'm, I'm not, a it's not a joke. This, this is like bit. hardcore, serious, <laughs> line in the sand, pour concrete over it. Dead ass. I don't know if I say good morning to you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you always say good morning. Do I? Yeah. Usually, like, like today, I was meditating, and he comes down in the middle of my fucking deep meditation. Is like, Alexa, what's the temperature? <laughs> I was like, holy shit, fuck off. No, you said it ten times louder than that. Well, because I had headphones on, and you were oh. you were still loud, pierced through my headphones, went through the depths of my soul, and brought me out. All into I the said reality. was Alexa, what's the temperature? You said it so loud. It was I, so you fucking yelled it. I didn't even know you were there. 
Anyway, yeah, because I was deep in a, I wasn't there. I was out of body, like in a different world, fucking quantum jumping timelines. Okay. And you pulled me back into this timeline. Well, maybe you should be in this timeline where you're married. In my other timeline, it you was You should be sick. in the timeline where you're married. No, my other husband, oh my God. Don't even. Don't talk to <laughs> me about six, your five. quantum husband. He was 6'5". Bullshit. Five. He was 6'5 he, he and a half. I'm 6'5 with shoes on. He was 6'5 and a I'm half. I'm 6'5 with shoes on. And that Steve, he like that half an inch still mattered to him, but it, it was like one inch more. So wait, he puts shoes on how? One wait, inch longer. <laughs> wait, he puts shoes on how? How tall is he if he puts shoes on? Six six. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. No, no way. he was, and then he pulled me back to this reality, and I'm like, oh, this six four motherfucker, this shrimp. Six four and a half. Put six <sighs> five with shoes on. Alexa, what's the temperature? Is his dick really a bit inch bigger? Like three quarters of an inch bigger. <laughs> and he's a shower, not a grower. <laughs> <laughs> it's over for me. I yeah. just got buried on air. No, it's not over for you because you pulled me back here. So I just got live buried. Hope you're happy. Wow. Anyway. I just wanted a good morning bag. That's a yeah, and I didn't say it. Yeah. And I don't think you deserve one. <laughs> <laughs> I said good morning to him. Great. Good morning to everyone except for 6'4 Steve Green. Mark, can you cut all that? Because it makes me look really bad, actually. <laughs> like, all that makes me look really bad, Mark. So if you could have anyway. them back for a change, that'd be great. I'll come back for you someday, 6'5 Steve Green. 6'5 <laughs> and a half, I'm sorry. With sorry, Daddy. On. With shoes on. Shut the fuck <laughs> That's great. All right. Now, the moment you've been waiting for. The title of this email is Update with Tommy and Andrew. Finally. Do you all remember, we had a polygamous question about cheating, and it was it was juicy. It was, it was hot. It, it was, was sexy. Novel. It was a novel. If you want to go listen to it, I think it was like maybe four episodes back. I don't know. Look at it. Listen to our last Ask Us Anything, and it's in there. It was a novella. Okay, here is an update. Hello, Nikki and Steve. Let me start by apologizing for not being as detailed in my last video. I was so excited when you read it on the podcast. I'm very aware that you guys are strictly monogamous and don't have a lot of experience with polyamory. I knew I was the asshole with Tommy and Andrew. I will say that Andrew and his wife both tested negative for herpes, which means that... I <laughs> by the way, without context, that is just fucking hilarious. Any, to anybody listening. It means that I must have gotten it from a different partner before Andrew and I got serious. It came out that I cheated on Tommy and Andrew and Andrew and I was so ashamed ashamed I still am but somehow they have both forgiven me and I have started to move forward oh good good however I'm still beating myself up over it I got a new therapist and in the process found out I have borderline personality disorder PTSD anxiety depression ADHD and trauma wow that's a lot that's Whoa. a mouthful um but I mean these are all things that are very manageable you can work on them it's i'm they happy the that you're with her I'm, though i'm happy you're with a therapist but maybe they cancel each other out you know oh <laughs> yeah they cancel each other out i heard <laughs> that could be good yeah the point in bold what i would what i would really like an outsider's perspective on is if i should break up with my husband tommy we've been together for 10 years in that time i have constantly expressed my love languages to him physical touch and words of affirmation and have gently encouraged him to express his feelings with me more i am also a hopeless romantic in the 10 years we have been together, he has been aware that I love flowers, specifically roses, and would melt if he even just brought me home a single rose. As of March, he has gotten me flowers twice in our entire relationship, once for Valentine's Day this year, not because it was Valentine's Day apparently, but because he was because I was severely depressed and he was trying to cheer me up. And the other time was about two years ago on Valentine's Day when he slammed a vase with roses in front of me and said, there, I hope you're happy, and walked away. Wow. Hey. He is But he stud. still gave you the roses. 
he did give her, give her the so rose. Kind of nice. Yeah, that's kind of nice. He's constantly asking for me to give him more quality time, his love language, and I oblige, but he never does the same. He's been trying since New Year's with the threesome, but I think it's more because he's worried about losing me and the house since I make three times more than he does and pays for, pay for the entire mortgage and groceries <laughs> for him and my roommates and myself. Um, I honestly... That means you're paying for the flowers too, bitch. Yeah, true. <laughs> I honestly feel like I only married him because I felt no one else could love me. Aw, like that, that guy I wanted didn't exist, but now I realize that there's more I deserve. I've already talked to Tommy about some of this, and he keeps trying to sweep it under the rug. Oof. Every time I make a comment about it, he says something along the lines of, that's the borderline talking. I'm not going anywhere. Oh, no. Wait, he's what's used, a borderline? No, her per, her borderline personality disorder. He's oh using my her God. diagnosis against her. It's a weapon. Yeah, I don't That's like her this. Identity, I don't bro. like this at all. Nah, I don't like it fucked. at all. That's fucked. I don't know what to do. That's I've been thinking about fuck. selling the house, leaving Tommy, and starting a new life in a, an apartment, but I also don't want to ter- hurt Tommy. No, fuck that. You, he's you hurting you. deserve happiness. Yeah. I've been with him since my first year of college in 2012, and I'm a massive people pleaser and empathic, so it's really hard for me to make decisions that will ultimately benefit myself more than others. No, We girl, can tell. No, because you're not doing anyone any favors in the universe for lowering your energy and your You get to stiff up her lips, suck it up. Yeah. He gets his needs taken care of. Your needs aren't taken care of. And actually takes away good vibes from the world and now your needs are an overgrown garden it's all over the fucking place and you don't think anyone's coming to help you am i wrong yeah he has been trying to make an effort more recently but i'm worried it's too late the damage has already been done do you think we should break up or should i try to start over with him and make more of an effort i absolutely love and respect you guys sorry this was so long not long at all this is great by the way thank you for the follow-up thank you appreciate it i yes i i think you should break up with tommy i don't think i think sometimes we get stuck in this like i've been with them 10 years and like they they know me and blah 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 but girl if he really if he wanted you like if he really loved you it wouldn't be i'm buying her flowers to make sure she doesn't leave me it's i'm buying her flowers because it makes her happy like because it it brings me joy to make to give her joy like this motherfucker had 10 years to show up for you yeah he hasn't shown up for you mark hit the breakup hit the breakup button don't look at it this is an easier one i'm not look i'm not even i'm sorry like yeah somebody's somebody's for sure listening to this going wow you're down to break up a 10-year marriage it's like Dude, Mm-mm. it's it's she is suffering, right? All of her needs are not being met. And like yeah, sometimes some of your needs aren't being met, right? But you communicate and then you see how they react. If they don't springboard when you react, you feel a hole in your soul. It's that's not when you fair, know man. it's yeah. you deserve better. And like you said, I 100% agree with you. You're a different person now than you were in 2012 and when you got with Tommy, you were like, no one else could love me. Then you found Andrew, and you're like, wow, I didn't even know. Then you went all poly. Then you got all poly on everything. <laughs> well, they got he, she went poly first, but oh right, right, right. But right. like, but say, but you didn't know that that type of love was out there. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. A lot of people don't know because they settle too early. Exactly. And luckily for you, you went poly, and you were able to have that experience with um, Andrew, and you understood that, like, yes, other people can love you. You are loved. You're worthy of love, and you're worthy of being loved in the way that you need to be loved. You know. And if you're judging her out there. What if she didn't go Polly? She maybe wouldn't have even known this. She'd be all judgy. You know, you might have if you broke up with Tommy and then went dating or something. But like the point is, you now understand that you're settling. It changed your whole perspective on how you see everything. Maybe if you never went through this experience, 
you'd be like, yeah, marriage is work. I'm going to make it work because marriage Everyone is work. Says it. Blah, TM, blah, blah. Marriage is work, like, TM. Yeah, he's not the greatest to me. And yeah, my needs aren't being fulfilled. And yeah, I always give him what he wants. He doesn't ever give me what I want. But hey, marriage is work. Marriage, marriage is work. A grind. Marriage is work. Marriage is a wake but up and grind. Then you saw that you were able to be loved in a way that felt really good. That felt like love because, oh my God. Hey, did you know that you like being spoken to in your love language actually makes you feel loved? It's this crazy new thing that me and Nikki believe in. It's crazy. So then you were like looking at your marriage and realizing, yeah, I'm not getting that in my marriage. And there's so much better out there for me. Maybe it's not going to be with Andrew. Maybe I messed that up, whatever. It doesn't matter, actually, because that whole point of that experience was to open your world up to you understanding that you don't have to settle, that you don't need to settle. And you know what? You make three times more than this guy. Like, honestly, what are you getting out of it besides um, you're a people pleaser and you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings? He, she doesn't want to hurt him. That's, that's what she's getting out He doesn't care about your it. feelings. Yeah. He does not care. You've tried. You've, he can manipulate you into feeling. Yeah, into, you've given him so many chances to prove and it. Now he's using your diagnosis as a weapon against that's you. That's like, the most fucked up part. That's gaslighting. Yeah, that's I don't know. I don't like that. No. We eh. in in eh. our in our relationship, the way that we have made things work so well is. I don't use her weaknesses, quote unquote, right, as a weapon. I try to understand her. Yeah. And maybe you suggest things like, do you think it's because of this? Yeah, you know? yeah like, exactly. But, it's more explorative. It together, it's not judgy not like, and like confrontational. I'm going to dismiss this because you're just, you're on your girl time right now. So exactly. your feelings are wrong. Yeah. Like, and so many guys do that, right? It's like, you're on your period, right? That's seen as a weakness. And so- you're oh you're on your period. I'll talk to you when you're off of it, right? And that yeah. that is just bullshit, right? That is the kind of bullshit that people do when they can't. They're not man enough to actually confront what they're feeling, mm-hmm. right? They or or to actually communicate. And with it's you. like almost like they get a sense of superiority from it. That's like, exactly what I'm it is. way more advanced than yep. you, or like I'm, I'm not borderline. I'm above I'm not, this. I'm, I don't have a period. Hey, from a normal person's perspective, like. <laughs> This is crazy. This is yeah. the borderline talking because I'm normal, I'm smart, and you're dumb. Oh, and wait, my you're parents agree invalid. with me. Like all kinds yeah. of weaponry they take like, out of like the that. arsenal. Yeah. And, that, and that's that's a huge red flag. Huge. I, I think you should go with your gut. I think you already know this deep inside, but you want people to confirm it. And I'm happy to confirm it for you. Same. Like break up. Break Same. up. Break up. Break up. And I'm sorry. Like, look, it wasn't a waste. You spent 10 years with someone. You learned a lot. Yep. You grew a lot from this. Hey, like, if you, you know look what? back at who you were and to now. You're doing him a favor because he needs to grow. Yeah. He needs to grow too. And this is going to be a shock to his system that's going to force him to grow in ways that I think will be good for him too. You actually think that you're caring for him right now, but you're really not. Yeah. I think that this will be like a growing pain situation that will help him propel himself forward in life, honestly. If he's mature if he's to, the, yeah, if he's, it, to see it like that yeah. you know he might try to throw things at, okay i'm gonna warn you he might try to throw blame on you he might call you selfish of course he, might, he will he might throw a lot of things at you but just know that that's not true and that these are just last minute things to get you to stay exactly um the only thing that i can imagine you him doing to get you to stay is to have a realization that he's approaching this completely wrong apologize for the way that he's been doing it and then make a lot of steps towards like loving you the way you feel loved yep like the way that you need to be loved in order to feel it and receive it 100 if he doesn't do that i don't see the point there's you just have so much life to live and you're gonna waste it with this person that can never be pleased really he's just kind of using it as a power thing and she's already seen a taste of the other side so she knows what it's like to be loved so yeah and she'll be fine I think you'll be fine and don't like, you know, 
try to find it right away with someone else. Like, you'll give yourself a period of like detox of like figuring out who you are and like realizing like, yeah, that was a big move I just made, but I did it for me and for my inner happiness and for the, and then that's all you're, you should be working for. Sometimes you got to be a you pleaser too. You're a people too. You're a people. So please, why can't you be a you, you pleaser too? Yeah. Please. That's what I say. Please. That's what I say. All right. Well, we have a few more questions, but I'm going to save them for the next episode. Yeah. So because we can sell more ads against them. We are actually out of time. <laughs> but if you have a question that you would like to add to that episode, um, please feel free to email us podcast at Nikki.limo. The next one is really fun too, so I can't wait. It's it says rapid fire questions. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's super fun. All right, fun. we'll do that. We'll All do right. That. So, um We'll probably do that pretty soon then. Yeah, on the next episode, come on in podcast at nikki.limo and ikki.limo. Also check out our Patreon, patreon.com/sticky s t i k k i and join our community. We have a good fun time. Good fun it's time. Like 5 bucks a month and you get so much community and support and Crypto love. Corner every Tuesday night. 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Yes. Live. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Peace.